You're listening to Wholesaling Inc. episode number 1195. I just thought like, how am I going to keep up with all these people? And then it also went through my mind because I was getting so many questions about the land. (laughs) And in my mind, I was kind of nervous. Like, do I know enough about it? Am I not providing these people with enough information? We had a lot of, a few builders reach out to us. So people that just knew a little bit more than I did about land, but I just, i powered through and I I answered every single person. So, and we finally got that one. It was like a construction company that purchased it. So that's phenomenal. This is game-changing information guaranteed to raise your real estate wholesaling business with actionable steps you can take immediately to navigate the ins and outs of wholesaling and start making money today. Join us as we put our guests in the hot seat and dive deep to dissect their strategies for success to enable you to duplicate their results. You're listening to Wholesaling Inc., the only show dedicated to making you a fortune in wholesaling. Hello, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I'm your host today, Brent Bowers, the land man. And today I have Sarah and Jake. They're going to talk about how they got started in the land business in a very short amount of time. They've done 10 land deals. And Sarah's so happy. She actually got her mom into the land sharks as well. So we now have her in the community and she's also starting her land investing business. So Sarah and Jake are going to talk to you about how they sent out a few hundred letters. And those few hundred letters got them one land deal back where this this lady owned three lots And these lots were actually on the code violation list. This is one of the hottest lists out right now. And then exactly how they sold this land. They're going to show you the exact letter they used. And we're even going to give the letter away today on the podcast and how they made a $10,000 assignment fee on this first land deal. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Jake, Sarah, welcome to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. In 30 to 60 seconds, tell me a little bit about yourselves. Okay. Yeah. So my name is Sarah and we both live in Tennessee. So Jake's been here his whole life. I've been here for a little over 10 years and I work at a law firm right now. So I do that, but uh, I really wasn't into any kind of real estate up until probably like five, five ish years ago. And then Jake had really introduced me to it. As soon as he showed me some stuff about real estate, that's when I started to really dive in and I just got I kind of got addicted to it. Yeah, and so I pretty much just um came to a crossroads in life where I just felt like I needed some change and came across a book, kind of opened my eyes, Think and Grow Rich. I don't know if you've heard of it, probably has real popular. And uh so I just I just slowly have been evolving into this and we bought our first home that got us interested in real estate and really started driving the motivation for us as far as what we could do with it and I listened to Wholesaling Inc. religiously for probably like two years and really just was stuck in analysis paralysis and finally came across your course, the Do or Die series. Shout out, Tracy. And uh, I listened to episode four probably 76 times trying to figure out how to get it right. And um, I think we actually we took some action steps first to get some letters out. And uh, then we finally bought the course. And so that kind of helped fill it all in for us. And I was a certified spray technician for a lawn care company in a city outside of Nashville. And so I did that for seven years. And that actually was, you know, without that, I really wouldn't be here because it gave me a lot of free time to listen to the Wholesaling Inc. podcast. I mean, I would probably listen to it for six to eight hours a day. I mean, nonstop. And I would just, just information overload. 
And it really gave me the opportunity to see all these different people in their different stages of their lives still pulling it off and making it work. So it really just proves to me that it's really just about mindset and drive and, and really wanting to see things through. Man, that's amazing. Yeah, that's brilliant. Like you had all, all that time to kind of listen to that. I used to be in the lawn service from like, I started my lawn business in like 1995 when I was in sixth grade. And I wish we had like this noise canceling headphones back then because it was like oh, the, nice. uh, it was like the CD, the, the Walkman CD. And every time it hit a bump on the lawnmower, <laughs> the, the CD would skip. But now it's like you can cancel out all the noise and listen to podcasts skip. all day. Yep, and you yep. know that that's why that Rhino's there. Rhino Nation. This is a Rhino Nation. You guys are on it. So I'm just incredibly humbled to have you guys yes, on the sir. podcast. Just knowing you've been listening for that long. So. I want to ask you, Jake and Sarah, I'm going to come back to you because I have another question for you is what got you over that analysis paralysis? I know you said, you know, listen to Tracy and the do or die series. And by the way, Tracy just, she's got a smoking hot land deal up in Maryland right now. She's working. She's getting back to the guy. He wants the timber. She wants the timber. She's still teaching, oh, nice. but she has a land deal on her plate right now. And it's a pretty juicy one. So I think she'll make more from this land deal if it gets done than she does all year long teaching. What got you over that fear or the analysis paralysis? I mean, anytime I get an analysis paralysis, I, it's more, I'm, I'm afraid of something, but what kind of got you to take that leap? What would you say is that pivotal moment or was it just hearing Tracy's story? So it was kind of a mix of several things. I was, uh, I had been at that, at that company for a while. And again, I just realized my time freedom wasn't really working out there. And I just, we ended up mutually parting ways with the company. And, and so that kind of gave me free time to sit around and was like, okay, here we go. This is my time to shine and prove that I can do it. And I really just broke it down. It was kind of overwhelming at first, but I broke it down to just one step a day. If I could just do one step a day to get to what Brent is telling us to do, then, you know, I, we can be successful and, and ended up being where I would do five steps a day and, you know, sometimes three. And so it really just, it really helped. But I would say having my back against the wall really is what made me take action finally and just pick up the phone and, and call that lawyer for LLC or whatever. We did some things a little bit differently, not exactly in exactly perfect order, but I would say that's probably what got me over my analysis paralysis. Fear. All right. And that's incredible. Just having your back against the wall. And I can completely relate to that. Well, Sarah, you just recently introduced your mom to the Landsharks community. She is on fire. Uh, mm -hmm. She's a pistol. And when I talked to her, she said, you know, Sarah, Sarah and Jake have done 10 land deals and there's no way we can talk about <laughs> all of them today. But a lot of people listening to Rhino Nation, just like you guys a couple of years ago, are trying to do their first deal. So how did you guys do that first deal? You know, how did you find that first land deal? I want to know how you found it, what list it was on, like what the letter looked like. So I guess let's start. How did you pick that area? How'd you pick your playground? Was it in Tennessee? Because that's, I mean, land is booming out there. Yes. I don't, we actually picked, we decided to go after Knox County, Tennessee, which obviously it's all of Knoxville area. So very large. Don't even remember why we really picked that area but I and remember. i remember we had sent out the letters and i think we had just pulled a just straight vacant land list actually was, yeah. and we didn't filter it too much so there were a ton of names on there we sent out the letters the letters Probably did not look great. Our numbers were all over the place for the first batch of letters. Our offers were way, way too high. <laughs> they were way high. Yeah, they were high. And I remember getting, we got one letter back from that 
batch that we had sent out. And I remember getting that and just being like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe somebody signed a letter where I offered them this amount for their land and sent it back. I mean, I was in shock. And then after that, it was, Oh no, I got to call this person and talk to them on the phone. (laughs) (laughs) I still wonder that who Mm -hmm. would just sign this and send it back 300 and 12 land deals later. I'm still wondering like, who would just sign this and send it back? So what letter did you send out? Um, it was the land offer letter that was in the course that you provided. So we, I don't, we didn't make any changes to it or anything. No. We sent it out just like it was. We did have our LLC set up. We were setting that up, I believe, before we sent the letters. So we had the official name on the letters. So it looked just a little bit more official. We sent those out and I had one lady sign. She actually had three lots in Knoxville. They were all next to each other. and. Like I said, when I got that letter, I just, I couldn't even believe that. I think she ended up signing because we found out a lot of, a lot of the issues she had were, were taxes and code violations and stuff and ended up being over what, $8,000 worth of back taxes and liens. So it made sense why she signed the letter and wanted to get rid of it. You know, when we offered her 20,000 for it or whatever, I think it was. So it was interesting. Well, that makes me so happy to hear that you guys are using the land offer letter because I'm triple split testing that exact letter you just mentioned, and it is by far exceeding mm-hmm. all the other ones. It's exceeding the the uh, numbers, the conversion rates, the response rates for the postcard, the neutral letter. That land offer letter is by far getting me as well as other land sharks more deals today than ever. And Rhino Nation, if you want a copy of that, I have put that out there. Uh, I put it on the land sharks dot com forward slash lol as in land offer letter or laugh out loud because we just got a smoking hot deal signed and sent back again that's the land sharks.com forward slash lol so that first round of letters you pulled just a vacant land list was it from prop stream or priced yeah it was from prop stream and it was um just i just went around to kind of the bigger cities in tennessee and just was seeing some of the counties put that information available on PropStream and some don't, depends on how big they are. Mm-hmm. And so I went through the Knox County and Davidson County with Nashville, Hamilton County with Chattanooga and found out Knox County provided this list and it was several hundred names. And I think we, we would have it down to maybe send out two to 400 letters and she ended up sending back, like she said, and that's where we ended up finding PropStream. It was a really good one for us and really kind of gives you quite a bit of information, especially if the city and the county uh, really provides that information you know, uh, publicly. Yeah, absolutely. So were you pulling a different list from the county and the city? So PropStream just has the the filter feature on there. When you go to search an area in the search bar, you can filter that down. And we just kind of toyed with it where if you could just hit a vacant for characteristics, you could do that. You could do 100% equity. You could change that. You could do how long they owned it. You could do single family residential. You could just do vacant. You could do commercial. So we, we whittled it down to vacant. And like I said, we kind of had to toy with it because... Sometimes you would select like um, residential vacant and it would just get rid of all of the yeah. all of the homes that you would just have. And so we'd go back and then kind of just toy with it. And we found that list and saved it. And it ended up being, it was a really great location. It was like a block from the Tennessee River. It was eight oh. minutes from Neyland Stadium in Knoxville. So when we first listed it, it was nonstop communication. People trying to, to figure out what was going on with it. So, so people um, wanted it. It was really interesting. So many people Mm -hmm. wanted it. Wow. Okay. Let's talk about, okay. So she signed your land offer letter. How many letters did it take for that one seller to send that one letter back with those three lots? 
how many letters did you have to send out? We only sent that one batch of letters. So it was a few hundred. And then oh. she was the only one from that letters that yeah. sent back signed. Yeah, we couldn't believe it. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Three, um, 300 letters, yeah. a few hundred letters got you one deal back. All right. So what did you guys pay for this land? Okay. So, uh, yes, I've got this broken down. So we bought it for $10,000. It was three different lots, but we split up the $10,000. So $10,000 total for all three lots. It had about 6,000 or sorry, $8,600 worth of back taxes and liens. And the liens were mostly code violations from where she couldn't get out there to simply mow the grass. Yeah. It was an electric company easement ran through the property that she wasn't maintaining because there was no houses on the, on the lots. And she just never could get out there to cut it. She lived in a different town. And so they just kept hitting her and hitting her with fines. And, and she had like 15 or some kind of odd liens on it or something placed on the property. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys. So it, it was, yeah. Second time this week that I've heard from smoking hot deals that has come off the code violation list. A guy named Andrew, he's also in the Rhino tribe. He told me about a land deal he bought for $200 and sold it for $30,000. It came off the code violation list. I am screaming from the rooftops about this code violation list right now. Best, hottest list out there right now for land. But keep going. I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, you're fine. Uh, do you want me to go ahead and tell you how much we sold it for I'm and, and all that? Out of the bag yet. So, so you have a total of $10,806 into this land deal? I'm sorry, $18,600. Yep, $18,600. All right, so I barely graduated high school, as you can tell. So $18,600 total into this land deal. All right, so you, I heard you say you listed the land. Did you list it with a real estate agent? Put it on MLS? No, what? this one we actually just listed on Facebook. We joined all the Facebook groups that we're in those counties, nearby counties, really any uh, Tennessee real estate Facebook groups we could find. So we listed it in there. And as soon as we listed it, we had constant, constant messages. from. I mean, I remember I was at work and I couldn't even keep up with the amount of people that were messaging me about it. Got a little crazy. (laughs) Oh my gosh. So how much did you list it for on Facebook buy sell groups? So we bought it for 10. We listed it for 20. And then we added on mm-hmm. the liens and all that on top of it. So we sort of ended up selling total for 28 after everything was said and done, mm-hmm. something like that. $28,000. So what did your, so you had to pay about 18000 total. So am I correct? You had about $10,000 net profit on the first land deal you did? Yes. yes. $9,954. <laughs> Well, let's get it right. Nine thousand nine hundred fifty-four dollars. How much? In, how much cent? Uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't have that right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get back to you. <laughs> that is incredible, Sarah. Okay, so you are at work, probably freaking out a little bit because hopefully you had your volume off on those private messages. Like, what was going through your mind? Like, what have I gotten myself into? Like, this is you got to be kidding me. This woman signed this. Now these people are all hitting me up on Facebook. Like, what was? Like, I want to know some of the thoughts. I mean, I I really thought it was crazy. I could not keep up. Uh, I did have my volume turned down, so it makes sure not to get in trouble. But I just thought, like, how am I going to keep up with all these people? And then it also went through my mind because I was getting so many questions about 
the land. And in my mind, I was kind of nervous. Like, do I know enough about it? Am I not providing these people with enough information? We had a lot of, a few builders reach out to us. So people that just knew a little bit more than I did about land, but I just, I powered through and I, I answered every single person. So and we finally got that one. It was like a construction company that purchased it. So that's phenomenal. So are they building a house on it? Is that what, what they did with it? I believe they're trying to build three uh, different houses on it since it's the three different lots. Yeah. That's amazing. So three mm-hmm. lots, the first land deal. What's your best deal so far? Or maybe the worst deal? Like we could get, go one extreme to the other. Oh, yeah. It's not all rainbows and unicorns. You know, we, we've had probably five different land deals where we had people back out on us. We, we almost mm-hmm. had one sold and uh, had a da- uh, $5,000 earnest money deposit put on the property. And they ended up backing out right before they they had the uh, time to sign it, you know, before it ended. And they ended up uh, requesting their money back and everything. And that fell through. And we actually had another wholesale deal with a couple and we weren't able to to sell it for them either. So we've had some setbacks, but you know, at the end of the day, uh, and actually matter of fact, we just had someone speaking on your, on your letters. We had someone email us probably a couple months ago from a letter that we sent out like a year, year and a half ago. And they were approaching us about if we wanted to possibly make an offer. So I'm like, Brent was right about that residual <laughs> letter stuff, man. He wasn't kidding. They will come back to you eventually. It might sit on the desk for a year or two, but they might come back yeah. and just see if you're interested in giving them a little bit of, a little bit of extra money. But I mean, there's been several deals. Um, what's one we just did? Uh, currently, we just sold in September. We had two six-acre plots side by side up in a place called Mont Eagle, Tennessee, outside of Chattanooga, and um, they were just raw land. And and currently, I think the Tennessee environment is is the secrets out, and anybody that's got a little extra land is trying to sell it. And so, a lot of buyers are coming in, and they kind of want the land improved already. So they want a perk mm-hmm. test, they want a survey, mm-hmm. they want an easement into the property, and they like to know if it even ha- holds water. And so, you know, that was kind of where we were at. We kind of had to sit on it a little while and it ended up selling one in September. So that was the latest one that we did. And we just got under contract on the other six acres for that one to sell as well. And it's contingent on a park test and a feasibility test, but that's one that we're currently doing. And so uh, it's really exciting just to see it continue to happen. And, And we've actually gravitated from our last house and we're into a new house now. So we're doing that in the middle and trying to fix it up and we're still selling land deals. So it's just been crazy. It's been an absolutely amazing roller coaster ride for sure. Yeah. What will the numbers look like on that one? If it does the percolation test and guys, and just so anybody's wondering, like, what is a perk test? So my easiest way to understand or explain a percolation test is you got a coffee maker and you got your filter and you put your coffee grounds in it and the water percolates through there and it turns it into coffee. That's really all a perk test is, is the water has to be able to drain down. uh, And it's really for septic systems. And if those, that that land doesn't perk, it's still got uses. It's, you know, you could have recreational or hunting land. There's a lot of land in Tennessee that I've found that doesn't perk. Um, but you can get smoking hot deals as well. But what are the numbers? What are the numbers going to look like that? Yeah, so, the, so we bought those two lots for total. I think we were all in 42,000. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was 40,000 for the land. And then um, it was 2,500 or so for title fees and, and such. And um, we sold first six acre plot for 35,000. And then we sold this one right now. We're under contract at 30,000. So total for 65. So that's roughly... What twenty five profit, twenty five thousand profit, and for that one too, we actually used um, a hard money lender 
to use use hard money lenders money to purchase the land and we had a contract with him and so um pay him off and then obviously we'll, we'll have our little extra money we paid him 10 percent interest on his money and uh then we get our profit of course i think all in all we're going to make 12 or thirteen thousand after titles title fees uh, we do have an agent listing that for us on the mls so we got to pay her so all in all it's not not too bad i guess i think we're right at like i said thirteen thousand after after that deal will be done not bad. You say hard money lender, but I, I hear private lender at 10% interest. How did you yeah. find that person? That's uh, what well, everyone's wondering. Like, where can I find the money? Right. Well, you I, could speak on that. Yeah, it's my buddy. He, he's just a good friend that I've known pretty much my whole life. You know, we went to, we actually went to childcare together in the same town. We, we go way, way back. And he just was really interested on, on uh, getting into real estate. And he had some money sitting around and a bank account, you know, generating very low interest and so i just said hey dude you know i got this deal you know you want to help me out make you some money at the same time he said sure so it was a lot easier probably than a lot of other deals we've spoken with some other hard money lenders and we know kind of how that goes as well private money lenders and stuff mm-hmm. so uh, yeah we were lucky to have a, have someone willing to help us out like that that's so amazing and for anybody wondering how do i find private money lenders like jake and sarah and here's a big, big, big mistake I did when I was first starting out. I was hiding what I was doing. I was keeping it very quiet into my chest uh, because one, I didn't have the confidence. And two, you know, as an army officer, you're not supposed to have another business. And right. if I would have just been telling my friends, telling my other army officer buddies, telling my boss what I was up to, which by the way, my boss ended up lending on one of my deals. Actually, we're, we're partnered <laughs> on a deal together. Um, I would have had so much private money. And one of the ways I figured out now, here's the secret. Here's the secret to raising all the capital, all the money you'll ever need to do land deals is being that generous expert. Guys, Sarah, Jake, go out there and share on your social media, share with your friends, share with your, your church, what you're doing, how you're helping these sellers, how you're helping these buyers and how you're making your best friend from daycare uh, money. As far as he's getting a return on his investment, his money's working for him. And other people want to join that. So I personally am always looking for private lending. And I'm sure you guys are as well. So I'm going to get your contact information. You're going to share it here, hopefully, uh, for people that want to join you and do deals with you out in Tennessee. I'm doing tons of deals in Florida right now. And I've got more land deals than what I have the money for. So now I'm having to like involve people like my mother-in-law, a realtor that just <laughs> sold a piece of land for me. She's going to lend me $100,000 at 8% interest. Like, and she's stoked about it. And she's my new best friend. Like, like we are having a good time together. So what would you tell, I want to hear from both of you guys, like, what would you tell someone that's just trying to get started out in this, or they're, they're not quite sure what step to take or where to go. What would you say to that person trying to get started? Or maybe the person trying to quit their day job? I mean, I would just, I would really start with listening to as much podcasts as you can. I mean, I had my headphones in at work, just constantly listening because there's so much value in the, any kind of real estate podcast, especially the wholesaling ink one, there's so much value in it. And then I would just start looking, I would start in your own backyard and just start looking around there to start slowly analyzing deals where you live. I mean, you don't know an area as well as you do your own backyard. So I would start there. And then if you want to do one of the courses, I 110% recommend it. It's been life-changing. So 
Yeah, I don't know if she mentioned, we, we actually bought a course from Wholesaling Inc. like in mm -hmm. 2019 and we didn't follow through with it. You know, we failed pretty much mm -hmm. at that. And so that was a really good part of our story, really. It was to say like, hey, I mean, yeah, we, you know, we're here now, but man, it's definitely a, a bit of a bumpy road, but you just got to persevere. You know, I would echo with what she says. Definitely listen to Wholesaling Inc. Because you're going to find somebody that sounds just like you and it's in your exact same situation that's probably going to persevere and do the same thing. I can't tell you how many times I heard people on there saying, I quit my day job and I got my first deal in 10 days. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, if mm -hmm. that person can do it, I am going to do it. And that's really another thing that it starts with. I think once you once you hear that, it goes into your head and it can kind of change your mentality. And that's really what helped me was really just focusing a, a little bit more on, on myself and trying to help others. And that, that's kind of what you spoke on earlier was. You know, we're helping my buddy make some money and this is, is the same thing, kind of. You're helping someone either get into a house or you're providing work for a company to clear your land. I mean, there's just all types of other options, I think, that open up once you really get into this and your eyes kind of, you just see like the, all the potential. And so, you know, I think my advice would be is to just persevere and to really work on your mindset. And I think wholesaling Inc. helps that because there's a lot of like-minded individuals in the same situation as yourself. And, you know, I think, again, listening to it enough, you do realize, man, it's just mind over matter. If you just know that you can do it, you will do it, period. Your body will take steps or excuse me, your mind will make your body take steps to get there. You know, and it's just it's that simple, I think. Amazing advice. Rhino Nation, you have it. You have two amazing rhinos here telling you their story. You know, just just taking action. I heard just taking action, taking the steps. You guys took the action. You sent out 300 land offer letters and guys again if you want the land offer letter go to the landsharks.com forward slash lol it is yours but sending out those land offer letters to the vacant land list you found someone on the code violation list so ultimately they were on the vacant land list and the code violation list right now the hottest place right now i'm finding land deals and then you sold that first land deal on facebook buy sell groups or facebook marketplace my father has sold over 50 land deals on Facebook and it's free. Like he's not paying realtors to do it. He's answering a ton of messages just like you had to Sarah. And one thing that got, I was going nuts. If I got one more question from someone saying, is this still available? I was going to shoot myself in the foot. So I hired a virtual assistant to answer those questions for $5 an hour. They were in the Philippines. It was a husband and wife team. I had to frequently ask questions. Anytime that they would get a question they didn't know the answer, I would just respond and they would copy and paste. So we'd answer the question and then say, hey, you want to buy the land? And just asking that question, most of the time people will say, yeah, let's do it. Or if they didn't want to buy the land, we would get their digits. We would get their phone number and their email and permission to touch base with them on the next land deal. And that's how we built a buyers list of over 11,000 buyers. They're like salivating, wow. waiting for our land deals to come out. So ladies and gentlemen, Rhino Nation, if you're ready to take the next step, just like Sarah and Jake did, I want you to head on over to wholesalinginc.com forward slash land, wholesalinginc.com forward slash land and schedule a call today. Jake, Sarah, thank you so much for being go-givers, for being rhinos and sharing today. God bless. And then one last quick question for anybody that wants to lend or maybe do some joint ventures together. Chattanooga sounds like you guys have it you know, down. How can people get in touch with you? Yeah. So we've got our, you can email us. It's going to be pig with two G. So P-I-G-G properties at yahoo.com. So that's our email. And then um, we also have Instagram and Facebook and both of those handles are pig properties, LLC. And just remember it's pig with two G's. <laughs>
Oh my gosh. I was looking at that shirt, the pig with the house yeah. in it that Jake's wearing. Yeah. I was wondering, okay, I see the whole thing now. That is so cool. <laughs> That's amazing. Awesome. Thanks for sharing that. We'll see you next time. Talk soon. Thank you so much. Thanks. God bless. That's all for this episode. Your next step to success is to continue the conversation over at wholesalinginc.com by joining the mailing list as well as get your chance to book a strategy session to learn the systems and become part of the tribe and work personally with one of our amazing coaches. We'll see you next episode with more ways to make you a fortune in wholesaling.